My next guest is uh, has an award show called The Truth Playmakers. It's the only African-American youth award show that is founded and produced by African-American youth. Youth is based in Atlanta, Georgia. I have on the phone the founder of the Truth Playmaker Awards. Please welcome to the Money Making Conversation, Kristen Jones. Kristen, did I get it right, Mr. Jones? Yes, you did, Mr. Rashawn. Thank you. Pretty good. I appreciate being on the show. I appreciate you articulating so well. Now, tell me about this award show. It happened yesterday, correct, at the um, at the gathering spot, correct? Correct. Now, what was the purpose of this award show, and who were you trying to honor at this award show, and why? Well, the purpose of the award show as a whole, because it's also a nonprofit, is to help underprivileged youth learn how to invest and trade in the stock market so we can create generational wealth and financial freedom for our community. And as far as the award show goes and who we're trying to honor, we are trying to, I'm trying to honor my peers and many of my black peers in business and different other industries because we, as well, under the ages of 17, really don't get this as regarded as maybe an adult would in the same industry, even though we might be better. So I wanted to give us an opportunity to be able to connect and collaborate with each other and not only each other, but have people in the room that we can connect and collaborate with and that can take us to the next level. Okay, cool. Truth Playmakers. Now, Truth is a, is a nickname of yours that you go by? Yes. Because you are the truth? Yes, my name is Christian The Truth Jones. The Truth Okay, all right now. You know, got a lot of people out there. It's come athlete can come track you down. Like Paul Pierce, he's the truth in basketball. Deion Sanders, when he texts me, he always says he's the truth. So you're the truth in the stock market. That's what you're saying, Mr. Jones. And period. Oh, I love it. Okay, okay, okay. Now, let's, how old are you, young man? So we can talk about how you've been able to. I'm 12 years old. You're 12 years old. And you're respectful. I like that. And so... When did you feel that you, because you, 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 tell me a little bit about your parents and your life, because you're 12 years old and you're effectively showing maturity and a point of view at 12 years old. And you're talking about the stock market. So tell me a little bit about your parents. Well, my dad does real estate and my mom is in the military and my mom and dad have really been very important in helping me grow and get to where I am now, because I would not be where I am now without their support financially, emotionally, physically, and they've just helped me in so many ways. They're amazing and great people, always driving, looking for the next best thing they can do to help grow and help the community. Okay, cool. Now, what are you, 12 years old, point of view, stock market. What interests you or what what knowledge, when did you start looking at the stock market as a potential angle or, or a creative angle to look at? And uh, when, did, when did you say, this is what I want to do? Well, it all happened when I, back in like 2014. Okay, well, I, hold on, uh, 2014, that's five years ago, so you were seven. Um, when I saw a Facebook post that a 14-year-old, at a black boy out of Chicago, had made $50,000 off the stock market 50. after investment in Nike since he wanted to buy some Jordans. So... He just invest- like anyone who so- want to um, who want to make that kind of money, I asked my mom to teach me how to do that and how to invest in the stock market. <laughs> At first, she didn't take me seriously, but then I started um, reading up on the stock market and telling her about what I was learning. 
So then she started to take me a little more seriously and eventually taught me after taking a course of an all um, how to invest and trade in the stock market. So, okay, so she didn't take you serious because you're seven years old. Go understand that, Mr. Jones. There's a reason I wouldn't take you serious either. You come up to, first of all, you don't have no money. So to invest <laughs> in the stock market, you got to have money. So first of all, you need to go down and get some lollipops. That's what I'm thinking at seven years old. You know, some, you over here talking about me giving you money so you can invest in the stock. All I see is like it's just going in the wind. So, so understand your parents were right not to take you serious, okay? So when did they start taking you serious, Mr. Jones? Around our, um, when Remember, you're just seven years, years old. old. Remember, you're seven years old. So it took them two years to realize that were you saving any money at the time? Were you doing cutting in the yards? Did they give you weekly $5 that you started saving at? What were you doing with your no, money? No, I have to make my own money. Okay, I, don't cool. get, I don't get a lot okay. like that. Okay, so for two years, they, you, what did you do? Did you, did you have any money saved over that period? You know, you had birthdays. You had two birthdays come up. Did you get any money for your birthdays? What was happening there? I was, um, well, I did get some money for my birthday. That helped a little bit. I, know I was uh, mostly hustling and selling my books, The Win Within. Okay, cool. Okay, now we're good back. Okay, so you wrote a book at seven. Well, I wrote the book when I was eight. Okay. I was more so, I got interested when I was seven. I, love I wrote it, the book when I, I was you. eight. In less than 90 days, I made over $5,000. Okay, cool. Okay, now, okay, here we go. That's a whole lot of yard cutting because all I did was cut yard. Now, you out there, you're in air conditioning <laughs> selling books now. Hold up now, Mr. Jones. This is money making conversation. You realize that, right? This money making conversation is a show I created yeah. to allow people to understand that you can be successful if you work hard and have a vision and set your goals. So I assume at seven years old, let's go back, because right now you're 12, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. At seven years old, you saw a, 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 a social media post where this young man, African American young man, 14 years old, in Chicago, made $50,000 in the stock market. That was your inspiration. That was your light bulb, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was your light bulb. Okay. Now, what were you doing before the light bulb went off? What were you doing? Trying to be the number one running back ever oh. by playing football. Okay, you was out there about to, about to knock your brains out playing football, right? Now, yeah. Up there playing that little that little uh, little league football out there. Then all of a sudden you saw this fifty thousand dollars. Okay, we're gonna go to a break because you your your conversation skills are really good. I didn't know what to expect, but you you're articulate. I I won't have this conversation go to the next break. So don't go nowhere, Mr. Jones. And Mr. Jones, if you don't mind, just say yes sir, no sir. I don't deal with those yes, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Be right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations and I'm on the phone. I have my youngest host ever, my youngest guest ever, and not because I'm, I'm making that statement because it just shows you the maturity of individuals when they, when they understand who they are, when they understand and, and grasp what they want to do in their life. I always say that, you know, President Obama didn't just wake up the day before and say, I want to be, he had to plan that, that whole part because they had to look in his background. If he had any flaw in his background, he would not have been a two-term president of the United States. And so when you start looking at what you want to be, whether it's an athlete or uh, go to school and uh, pursue a high level of education, it's really about what you want to be and also the parents that surround you. Now, his father's real estate, his mom's in the military. On the phone, we have the truth. He has a award show called the Truth Playmakers. It's the only African-American youth award show that is founded and produced by African-American youth. He's only 12 years old.
It was held yesterday at the Gathering Spot, which is a very popular location in Atlanta, Georgia. I have him on the phone. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Jones. How are you doing, sir? Great. How are you? Pretty good. Now, tell us basically about, uh, you know, how can people support your award show? Well, you can support my award show by, um, one, following the honorees, for the uh, founding honorees for the inaugural event and the future ones. Or you can either donate on their sponsor for our next event because we're definitely going to be doing it next year, even okay. bigger and better. Okay, cool. Let me ask you. So this year was the first one. Yes, this was our first event. Okay, now with that being said, did you when you say when you say something like oh, it's founded and produced by African American youth? Okay, what was the production like, and what was your expectations for the event? My expectations um, were really high because I know. Um, all of my peers have really high and amazing talents. Mm-hmm. So my ex- expectations were high and that we were just going to, well, do it and do what we do in the best way we can. Okay, cool. Did you have any assistance? Did you have any? Because now you're in my area, production, live event planning and things like that. I've been doing that since uh, 1992, television, high-profile production tours, renting out the Phillips Arena, which is now the State Farm Arena. Renting out Madison Square Garden, I'm renting out Staples Center in Los Angeles, uh, United Center in Chicago. So I'm used to doing live events that are big. So what did make you choose a location like the Gathering Spot? I'm just trying to get in your head, and let everybody know that that if you plan it, it can uh, it can happen. Um, one, it was it's black owned, mm-hmm. and two, it was it was the perfect facility for our event. It had nice space. Um, good food, and it had pretty much everything we needed mm-hmm. already in place and set up. So we just need to set up our own stuff and, well, go from there and actually do the award show successfully. Cool. Now, before we left, before we uh, went to the break, you was talking about in 2007, you had the vision. You wanted to get in the stock. And then 2008, you wrote a book. You used no, that 2014. B- 2000, I apologize. Wow. 2000, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Okay, 2013, you wrote the book, right? 2012 is when you when you saw the, the social media. No, 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 no. Okay, look. It was 2014 when I saw the kids who made the money. Okay, cool. 2015 okay. when I wrote the book. Wow. I'm the one that's losing track of time here. And now, <laughs> from that book, you generated how much money in sales, book sales? I made over $5,000 in 90 days. Okay, cool. In 90 days. What did you do with that money? Well, I saved it and put it into my stock account. And now, so now, now we have money in the stock market. Now, did you have to go to your parents to get approval to spend that money, or how did that work? So, basically, um, now I'm about nine or ten years old, right. and um, my mom is starting to teach me about the stock market. Right. So she opens me up a brokerage account and puts the money in there. But she won't let me touch it yet till I actually like know it off the back of my head. Okay, so she, so she's still not trusting you yet, which is good. Which is good. Again, she don't want you to just make a mistake. This is money, and so she's. I would tell people understand when people are cautionary. It's, that's all right. They, she's not spending your money. She's telling you, being maybe in your situation, you felt overly protective of your money. Now. What was the first trade that you made with your money? The first price? Yes, sir. So, 
basically the first time I made actual money in the stock market. Well, you made you, you bought stock, correct? Wait, hold on, one sec. Can you say that again? Hello? Yes. I said, so when you generated income in the stock market, what, what, how did you evaluate that decision to buy a particular stock? Well, when I first uh, made money in the stock market, how I was able to evaluate it mm-hmm. was about using a system that's, um, that, that's been proven to work and how to select great stocks. And the thing about the stock market is you don't, have to, you don't need a whole bunch of stock. You need like one or two. That's are consistently generating income. And so that's what you're saying. Like, for instance, I, you know, my stock, I have a, you know, they, they buy, uh, I don't know. It used to be when I started buying my stock, I had Home Depot. I, I knew exactly what stocks I have. I don't know who. They tell me, they, they come to me, they say, we have a conservative line of stock. We have an aggressive line of stock. Where would you like to be? And that's what I said. Well, I'm conservative. And so they'll, they'll buy my stocks based on that conservative line of thinking. So you're saying that if you're just an individual, don't just go out there buying a bunch of stocks. Focus on a, a couple or two or three. That's what you're saying, right? Yes, that's you've done your truth on. D- and d- your truth is, right. key, 20 companies that you like and that you already buy from. R, research those companies thoroughly. U, understand the historical data. T, trade after closing. Give yourself t- some time to think about it. H, have an enter and exit strategy and stick to the plan. Don't be greedy. Okay, now, I'm impressed. Wish I'd have met you in 1995. <laughs> when, I was, when I invested in BAM, which was a book a million club. Okay, that's, you know, I, I moved my stock when I invested in Kmart. I wish I'd have met you, young man, the truth. Now, now reiterate that, that little quote again, because I'm putting it on my wall now. Say it again, because I'm going to bring you back on my show. You're going to come in my studio live. You, you don't mind sitting next to me, do you, sir? No, I don't mind. Okay, because we're going to sit next to you. are going to do live. We're going to take questions on air, okay? Now, reiterate that the truth again and what it means. I, I have All adults right. right now writing it down, so talk slow. T, tap 20 companies that you like and that you already buy from. R, research those companies thoroughly. U, understand the historical data. T, trade after closing. Give yourself some time to think about it. And H, have an enter and exit strategy. And don't be greedy. Stick to the plan. There's a lot of people that that, that did the greedy part, haven't they? Truth. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I've done it myself before. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because, see, the thing about it is that he's telling absolutely the truth. I tell people all the time, like, if you you shop at Home Depot, why are you buying stock in Lowe's? Okay? If you're buying an Apple, why are you buying an IBM? Why are you investing in IBM? Buy where you feel. You see what I was making mistake was I would I would listen to these crazy people on TV, you know, mad the mad man, mad money guy. He's <laughs> led me astray many times, but it sounded so good. That's why I like what he's saying is that buy after closing, because you know you can buy in the morning because they say it's hot. Because you see stock move, it it can move, and then all of a sudden you buy it, you buy high, and then it, by closing it drops down. You lost money, so. 
Mm-hmm. He's absolutely correct in his philosophy. I'm just letting you know this is a guy who's lost money. I think I made some money, but I know for a fact I've lost some money. Bam! I tell you, bam! Book a Million Club cost me some money. I'm just willing to tell everybody publicly I did that. But I just wanted to bring you on the show, my friend, uh, to talk about your award show. It's the first one ever. I will definitely be a part of your show next year. Um, like I said, my, my schedule's crazy, but I'm going to block out some time. But I know that uh, I was invited to be a part, be a tender show, and I wasn't able to make because I was out of town. I told my staff, please, I want to let them know that I was very respectful for the invite, and I just wanted to bring you on my show today and let everybody hear what you're trying to do, and also I want to be a part of it next year. Is that cool? Yes, that's fine. And I'd like to say, again, thank you for allowing me to be on the show. And aren't you, are not you you located in Atlanta or somewhere else? I'm, in the, I'm, I'm everywhere. But Atlanta is one of my cities I do call home. I'm in Houston. I'm in D.C., New York. But right now, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, my friend. Oh, you are? So yes, am sir. I right now. We're good. We're good. The show is based in Atlanta. and But I will tell you what, I will be uh, able to continue your event next year. I apologize for not being able to attend it this year, and uh, good luck, my friend. Thank you. Like I said, thank you for allowing me to be on the show. This was um, an amazing conversation to have with you. Well, you're an amazing young man. You told us the truth. I've written down the truth, and the good thing about it is that all the advice that you gave us on this show today was motivating the fact that you have a vision, you have parents who believe in you and trusted you, and also allowed you to understand that you have to work hard to reach your dreams. 